0: Welcome to The Gender Rebels, a question-and-answer podcast that explores life outside
1: the gender binary. I'm Cath, a cis woman and ally. And I'm Faith, a trans woman. Special thank you to all our Patreon supporters. Hey everyone, I'm Cath. And I am Faith. Faith, I got a question. Yes. Do we have any new patrons to thank? We do. Yay! Uh, we've got Dustin M. Dustin M. I like to hang out with them. Frank B. Frank B. Sails the sea. Timmy. Timmy makes me want to shimmy. Dan K. Dan K goes all the way. Sure. Robin C. Robin C. Is all right by me. All right. I think this is Uday. Uday. Uday M. Uday M. Such a gem.
0: Aya or Aya? Going my way Such a playa.
1: Ooh, yours is best.
0: And Edward. Edward Thanks, Edward. Thanks,
1: Edward. All right. So, Faith, mm-hmm. we have had an eventful couple of weeks since we, we last recorded.
0: We have. Our last episode, I was actually in the hospital uh-huh. still. I am no longer in the hospital. At, uh-huh. Isn't that fantastic? Um, Getting from the hospital to the house, not fun. Yeah. Especially that last day. Yeah. Yeah. That was really, really rough. So I'm very happy. I'm thankful to be out of the hospital. Um, I'm especially thankful to be eating real food. (laughs) That hospital food was like decent, but after a while, you're like, no. You snuck me in pizza one time, mm. which was like cold pizzeria pizza. It was, it
1: was lukewarm. I brought it straight from the pizzeria yeah. and it was really hot out, so it didn't like cool off much. But even so, you know how it is. It wasn't like piping out of the oven when it she was got it. was still amazing. It was
0: <laughs> ridiculously amazing to eat food with like salt in it, I think.
1: So like hospitals mm-hmm. are never like awesome places yeah. to be, even when they're really nice and world class and everything. You... you- You know the food wasn't great. the The light was always on. You were always getting interrupted. You couldn't really sleep. Yeah, stuff was painful. What was the worst part of the
0: hospital? I think I sent you like the photos of my room at night with all the lights turned off, and it's still pretty bright. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was basically like a slightly dimmed room
1: because the door was like a sliding glass door and sort of sort of a fog glass you know yeah it wasn't like clear glass but you still had the full light from the hallway coming in through your sliding glass and i kept door. telling
0: the staff i'm like gosh i wish it was dark and they're like you know you can close the window shades and i'm like it's not
1: the window is not it's the problem.
0: dark outside the light from the hallway and the light from all the machines you know yeah. Um so that was rough. Getting interrupted every couple hours during the night is
1: is rough cuz they um, take your vitals or give you meds or something. And yeah. you sleep. It's 11 or 2 or 4. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's definitely hard and um being able to sleep uninterrupted uh, the first day. So the last day of the hospital, that was the roughest. Mm-hmm. And for those of and you And we haven't
1: reported on that.
0: No, for uh-huh. those of you who are thinking about having the surgery or curious about it. Um, it's a serious surgery. It's it's quite a lot. And uh, we can get into the nitty-gritty. Oh, we're talking about GRS
1: for anyone who's joining gender us
0: reassignment surgery for the first time. Yeah. Genital reassignment surgery. Oh. Genital confirmation, sir. I don't know. It's we call it the crotch swap in the Crotch this house? swap or uh, getting a hoo ha installed. Mm-hmm. The actual name of it, because um, if you read Transforms like I have for the past 20 years, mm-hmm. uh, it's it, it's been SRS, GRS, GCS. Uh, what I actually had was a robotic penile inversion vaginoplasty. Mm-hmm. That's the actual name of the surgery.
1: Robot. Assist, Robot. I think it's just called robotic, robotic. Okay. robotic.
0: Um, so, whether it's GRS, GCS, whatever, that's actually beside the point because it has an actual name in medical circles. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we can call it robo surgery, whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, quite involved. And so when you come out of surgery, I don't even remember what we haven't listened to last episode, but.
1: <laughs> The worst.
0: Uh, when you come out of surgery, this is what I remember. I remember reading about this. that like you, you really, really have to pee uh-huh. because you have a catheter in and it just, your body doesn't know what to do with this feeling. Yeah. Uh, and so your body's like, we must have to pee, but uh-huh. you can't pee. So you just have this like extreme feeling of having to pee.
1: And also there's no urine in your yeah. bladder. She did an ultrasound. Uh, this is like right after the surgery. And sorry for those of you who, you know, we might be repeating. Um Right, right after the show, oh, she's she's in the recovery area. You can see her for ten minutes. That kind of thing. You were pretty woozy, yeah. And your main thing was, I really have to pee. I really have to pee. And they have a device that is specifically built to do a sonogram on the bladder, um, an ultrasound, sonogram, same thing uses sound waves. And they and the woman, uh, she was super nice. She did a check and she said, okay, so there's about a tablespoon of urine, yeah, in your bladder. So I can't even imagine how frustrating that is to be receiving the message from your bladder. I don't like, even remember this. I have yeah. to go and there's nothing in your bladder. And I get that it's the catheter and it's the yeah. pressure on certain nerves. But if I have that urge, I'm going to yeah. pee. And you couldn't. No. So,
0: so I had, that, I had that, that catheter tube coming out of me. I had... Uh, Another tube, which was to a wound vac, mm-hmm. um, and that was uh, that involved the drain of fluid, gross brownish, red fluid.
1: It was chunky. Yeah, it's not great, but when, um, when it's a wound vac. It's a wound vacuum. When we say that, you you might picture like a floor vacuum. That's not at all what it is. It's just it covers the wound and it applies a slight amount of atmospheric negative pressure, meaning a slight suction, and that keeps the edges of the wound together. And it's actually a really good device yeah. and it saves them having to make a instead of a billion stitches they only had to make a million stitches yeah
0: and so then uh all of that's held together with a big basic diaper
1: mm-hmm.
0: you could call it
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it's you know just a diaper full of gauze mm-hmm. just a big gauze diaper that you're wearing uh for the first few days maybe two or three days after surgery and mm. Um And then, so we, we're going to do the last day. We're going to talk about the last day because mm-hmm. we talked about uh the first part of this, just being in the hospital, the gas pain, things like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're now going to talk about just the last day, getting out of the hospital. So you have a lot of stuff on that day. And when I say last day, this is actually going to be slightly more, let's call it the last like 20 hours. Yeah. Yeah. Because at the start of this, the nurses were even joking. They're like, ah, you're not going to get any sleep tonight. And I didn't. (laughs) Over the course of this, maybe 20 hours, I got maybe two hours of sleep. And and I mean, in intermittent 30 minute chunks. And it wasn't funny either. It wasn't funny. But the nurse staff was all fantastic. They
1: really were. And not to say that this last day layout is going to be exactly the same for everyone. Obviously, this is just how it was conducted. At NYU Langone, where we were yeah. for the procedure. Yours may vary, although these steps are going to be involved in your care, in your in your process somewhere. Yeah. Okay.
0: So the day before you leave the hospital, starting that evening, I think they took the uh, packing off. On the, I'm sorry. They took all the... the Bandage off the gauze diaper, so you get that off and you, you get to walk around a little bit without it. Mm. You start walking with it on, and you're like kind of hobbling because you can't get your legs more than eight inches together. It's a you waddle, know, you've got this big gap, mm-hmm. and uh, but you're they want waddling. you to walk before you do. all that packaging yeah. is
1: gone,
0: yeah. So you have to walk with the packaging, and then they take it off, and that didn't really hurt. There was some tape uh, involved, which obviously tape is involved a lot in medical procedures and mm-hmm. often tends to be some of the most painful stuff is getting that tape off.
1: But it's so good at what it does. They're yeah. never going to not use tape.
0: I know. Remember um, your old
1: KT Pro Tape days? Yeah. Okay, you know how it is. Uh,
0: So got that done and uh, then you go for a walk without that and mm. you, you can walk a little better, but you still got like tubes hanging out of your flesh, which is weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, you still got those two tubes. So then... um. A while later, you get the wound vac unhooked. you get that tube taken out, and there's mm-hmm. some tape involved in that. And I don't remember that being very painful at all. Mm-hmm. Um, you get the catheter out. Mm. And that one felt weird. Oh. It actually felt like pee, like a burning pee.
1: Okay, okay.
0: Like you're peeing. It feels like you're peeing because your stuff going out of your urethra, urethra feels like peeing. <laughs> <laughs> and so you feel like you're peeing, but you it, it, it hurts a little bit, but this it's not a too bad. Pee. And I had good nurses. I had the night nurses there. They were the ones who took it out. Mm-hmm. And um, this is the night before I'm leaving. This is maybe at about 10 o'clock at night. Cool. That they take cool. your urethra out. Cool. cool. Not your urethra. They take your catheter out of your urethra
1: do they just pull they just pull it they were like one two
0: three Ah. and it's and they pull it out and it's not bad okay obviously it you think it's gonna be bad but the nurses were like it's not great but (laughs) the nurses were like all right this isn't really gonna hurt it's just gonna feel weird anytime you hear that from a medical professional it's gonna basically hurt we talked about this before we might have but like your brain doesn't Know what to do with these sensations, mm-hmm. so it interprets them as pain, mm-hmm. and so or it
1: gets you like ready, you, you yeah. tense up, and even if it's just weird or burning or pressure or something, your body's like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't yeah. know, yeah.
0: So with the urethra out, you've You're got with the catheter, the huh? catheter out, you've got to alert, you've she got still to pee. has her urethra, I still most of it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you 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 actually. Um, You have to pee for yourself you have to learn to pee for yourself Mm -hmm. and if you don't pee and pee well enough they'll put a catheter back in and you get to have a catheter for a week at home and i really didn't want to do this i really didn't want to do this um i really wanted to get the catheter out before i went home and uh thankfully like an hour after i managed to pee for the first time, which hurt like a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you've, uh, even when I peed after what I, even when I um, was my old bipenist self <laughs> and uh, had a catheter for another surgery, the first time you pee after the catheter comes out, it hurts like a motherfucker.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Is not fun. And so uh, it was that. So I got to experience that, and then I got a fun thing. And this is again, this is the the beginning of that night. Mm-hmm. That night before you leave the hospital, um, anytime you pee, they want you to go for a walk. After after okay. to like keep things moving okay. i think that's the idea is like and we're going for like a loop around the hospital floor yeah this so is maybe 300 feet she's not going outside yeah. she's not
1: doing stairs she's not taking the we're elevator doing it's just a circle slow
0: walk around the the hospital floor and um then they they do the ultrasound kind of on your belly mm to check your bladder Mm -hmm. so the first time i did it they were like well you've still got 100 milliliters or whatever you've got in there and i was like that's good or bad they're like well it's it's not ideal and i'm like oh shit Mm -hmm. but thankfully i peed like three more times that night which also meant (laughs) having to like buzz the nurses to like come take care of you uh to check you after that and this is the same thing as any hospital like you're getting interrupted constantly. You've mm-hmm. got people coming in to take your vitals. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a that the shift change at eight, 8 a.m. Mm-hmm. was the worst because then like it was just a nonstop circus through your room, mm-hmm. and half the time I'd be trying to like sleep.
1: Does anyone try to get work done while they're there? Can you freaking imagine? you were yeah. just trying to sleep or watch TV, you and you're constantly interrupted. You
0: can't really sleep or watch TV. You will get interrupted constantly, and um, and so. The nursing staff loved me.
1: <laughs> of course they did. Have you Cause met
0: Cuz I think they had all Karens. I think like everyone else was scared. There were like Trump supporters they said <laughs> that were like <laughs> uh, cuz I I had to get I had to get these um shots. I I would get shots twice a day. Mm-hmm. And they were like one time they were like where do you want it? And it's left arm, right arm, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I had bruises all up and down you both did. arms. They were elaborate, yeah. And uh, and so one time I was like in Donald Trump's eyeball. When they were like, where good. do you want the shot? And, yes. and they were like, ah, it's so great because there's like a bunch of Trump, Trump supporters, supporters on, here. Uh, in New York City. Who knew?
1: Or people who came down from Westchester yeah, or from old Staten people. And Island or out from yeah. New Jersey or Long Island. Like, you know, there's there's red splotches not too far from us. Yeah. Anyway. So, uh, yeah, so after that
0: sleepless night of, of, you know, trying to sleep in little fits and starts and mm-hmm. you're not really able to. Uh, they had scheduled at, like, 6 a.m. to take my uh, packing out.
1: Your packing yeah.
0: out. And there's two doctors involved in this. Uh, one's a urologist and one's the plastic surgeon. two your
1: surgeons. You're, they're... they're
0: the two surgeons. Yes, yeah. Yes. And uh, so the first one comes in. He's the urologist. He is not a gentleman. No. <laughs> I'm sure he's a gentleman. In all respects, but, but he's not he's a not gentle, gentle man. A gentleman. So he comes in and he starts just poking around Good. really hard. And I'm like, ah, and I'm like literally screaming because this guy's like poking and stuff and, you know, to, literally to,
1: screaming.
0: Yeah. Did it slow him down or anything? No. Or he's just he's like, just
1: just like he's checking stuff. Way. He's poking
0: stuff. He's like, well, wow. we'll work on the packing. He's like pushing hard no, on not fun, not fun. Not fun. This is like six AM. I barely slept, and this is just the start of like this day. So, this-
1: just real quick, if you could estimate how yeah. much sleep did you actually get with the peeing and the and probably the probably
0: about two hours. So and, all and together fits and starts. Two yeah, hours. and right. like and we're talking thirty minute chunks.
1: So it's important that you know what she's up. Oh
0: yeah, about. I saw the sun coming up, and I'm like, fuck this. Bad. Um the packaging. So the then packing. my packing's gonna come out. And right. the packing is literally in your vagina. Mm-hmm. It's it's a bunch of gauze and stuff. And it's gonna come out. Mm-hmm. And what I've always heard about this was it'll feel really weird.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so I've constantly heard Oh, it'll feel weird. No, it doesn't hurt, but it'll feel weird. Yeah. Okay, motherfucker, it hurt. <laughs> Definitely hurts. And if it didn't hurt, my brain interpreted it as hurt that sentence makes sense my brain yeah. interpreted it as hurt,
1: which is the same thing if which you is the think same about it. it
0: yes so i was literally like screaming like
1: fuck
0: and I, I actually did scream like stop stop and like as i screamed stop they had finished it, this was like eight seconds maybe but it was like
1: Ugh. it
0: feels like your guts are getting ripped out it's Have terrible you
1: ever felt a similar pain
0: I've I've got I got the packing pulled out of my nose okay. when I got my FFS my facial feminization surgery
1: link down below link down below um
0: so I that felt weird but this was like so that was traumatizing oh, I'm so that sorry. was like Wait. legit traumatizing oh. and um yeah and then my wound my surgical area mm-hmm. as I learned to describe it mm-hmm. uh. Didn't look right. And I was like, it didn't look right. What's going on? It oh.
1: doesn't look. I've seen vaginas. I know what it's supposed to look like. know what like they're and supposed to, to look like? It doesn't look
0: like, like that. that. And it was because it was all swollen and yes, stuff. And yes. so
1: there's bruising, there's stitches. There's that weird orange iodine. Yeah. They like swipe that over oh. you before they cut in, and that's fine because it disinfects or sterilizes. But then they don't wipe it off after yeah. they are all orange.
0: Oh, and yeah. And I had all this surgical glue. And there's glue from the All tape. over my belly. Yeah. I don't know what that was. I don't know if it was the tape or it was something else, but it was just all over me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so it was like, ah. Oh. Anywho, so this is like, it's 6.30 a.m. at this mm-hmm. point. Mm-hmm. And then, um, so I can like eat my breakfast <laughs> I just eat I was eating cereal They thankfully I was able to get coffee at the hospital and great coffee but mm. it was it was nice to have a little cup of coffee mm-hmm. and you could get that um, and I brought you iced coffee each you morning. would okay. Kathleen would bring me an iced coffee which was <laughs> nice to have but uh so like 6.30 I'm eating my breakfast and at this point nurses are coming and going and, and we're getting to shift change and shift change means like the person comes in to clean the room, the person comes in to stock the room. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. It's just literally an endless, it's like an endless parade of people mm-hmm. over the course of an hour. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you know, and I'm trying to like nod off and like I just can't. Mm-hmm. And what else happened that day? Oh, so then... Then the next fun thing is um, the trans nurses specifically that help the trans people. Mm -hmm. uh, They came in and they were going to teach me to dilate. Right. And for those of you who don't know what that is, when you get this surgery, male to female, genital reassignment, vaginoplasty,
1: whatever, you've got to dilate or else it'll scar up and close up. It'll close up. It's like getting your ears pierced. Yeah. In every possible way. Uh-huh. It's just like getting your ears pierced. Only. You're getting your torso pierced. You So you got the underside of your yeah. torso pierced. And just like when you get your ears pierced and you have to twirl the posts and clean them twice mm-hmm. a day. It's the same sort of thing. You have yeah. to keep a thing in there so it doesn't heal itself closed.
0: But, but you can't keep a thing in you because it wouldn't heal properly. So you got to put it in from time to time. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I had to do. And that's Let's called that dilation. In. That's called dilating. And mm-hmm. it, So they come in and they're like, we're going to teach you to dilate. And I think this must have been about 8 a.m. What time did
1: you get there? Because you got there. It was early. It was like 730 or something. Yeah, And uh, visiting hours started at 2, so I knew I'd have to like convince the people at the front desk because they're pretty strict about it, which is their job and good for them. And I was like, I know uh, visiting hours are 2, but I'm here to help my partner learn about some uh, post-surgical care. Can I go up? And she was like, oh, I'll call and find out. Called, called, called. And it was actually kind of tricky to reach a nurse up there. And then she told me, I reached someone, she's being checked out now, you can just wait down here. And I sat down in the waiting area and cried, because I knew that isn't right, Aww. and I'm not quite sure what to do right now, Yeah. and this has all been a little hard, and also there's a pandemic going yeah. on. So I didn't realize that, you didn't tell me that. No, it's not your... You had a lot going on that day. So I didn't wanna so that's when I texted you and I was like, Oh, they said they're checking you out.
0: Yeah. And and I'll be down. I had to get the other nurses on it on
1: my end and they were able to get you up. So I didn't know if maybe this is a lot simpler and faster than I thought or or if I'm being a bad partner or what and you're like, No, that's wrong. Have them talk to this guy. And I was like, Okay. So I went back to the desk and I'm like, Hey, sorry to be annoying. I I have to go up there. And she looked at me and she's like, Oh it's something about the floor you were on uh, or really? the name that I dropped or something like okay. that. She made another call and I was able to go up. So that was my come up and find you adventure. I think okay. I got up there a little after eight, maybe. Okay. So it was still pretty pretty damn <gasps> when we got to do the first uh the first
0: dilation, which is not fun. It's not fun. They said um I, we had we had attended a, a class Link mm-hmm. down below uh-huh. about vaginoplasty and the care and uh, one of the things that they had said and they'd given me tons of literature. I'd watched videos about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were very good about supplying that stuff. But one of the things they always reiterated was dilating doesn't hurt. It's never supposed to hurt. Yeah.
1: Okay, There's pressure it strains definitely hurts. It hurts. Yeah, it hurts. Okay, and um, sorry to be a source of. Transgender-related media, and to be telling you this, but it—I don't know if that's some secret we're supposed to be keeping from people it or something.
0: Definitely hurts the first time. Um, I think it gets it—it it, it gets easier. It definitely gets easier. 100%. And we can do it's a whole like episode sex. about dilating. It just gets easier. Yeah, it just gets yeah, easier. It's—it's it's like anything. The first yes. time—the first time you do it, hurt like a motherfucker. They give you some pillows to prop your legs up. They give you some like baby puppy pads to sit on. So that you can use all over those, you get all your different <laughs> lubes and and uh, you get a four pack of dilators. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. start on the second smallest one. We don't waste our time with the purple. You don't waste your time with the purple. Fuck the purple. You start with the blue. The blue's like smaller and thinner than the later ones, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, doing this is hard, especially when you've got like four people in the room. Like, guiding you through it in and commanding you, commanding you, in no uncertain terms, to relax. (laughs) Relax. You're not relaxing enough. You're too tense. You're too tense. Stop being tense. You need to relax. Start relaxing right now. Relax now. (laughs) Relax more. Yeah. (laughs) You're not relaxing enough. Um... And again, they're the, there's breathing exercises that they will command you to do.
1: And um, you've got your kind of baseline painkillers in yeah. your system. You've got your, your Tylenol. But it's also the first time you've got a brand new genital down there
0: betwixt your nethers. <laughs> and and like, it's the first time you're messing with it also. Yeah. And it's, it's like kind of weird and it's new sensations and it's scary and it kind of hurts and like people are telling you to relax and whatever and there's there's a muscle group you kind of have to get past
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's
0: hard to do and there's it's incredibly hard to do and
1: stitches yeah. down there like it's and it burns yeah. thankfully
0: it stopped burning but you know um you've just got tons of stitches and stuff mm-hmm. and and the lube when the lube touches any of those wounds of which there are tons down there mm-hmm. it burns like a motherfucker and it's and just
1: lube it's like the most innocuous and it like it's yeah. it's, it's the nothing of slippery things but even so it is an open cut it's an, it's yeah it's
0: yeah. it's not fun it's not fun it's not fun so I, we did i finally did the first one and that was not fun at all i almost cried during it yeah. and um i just it, i was at my wits end at this point and there was more to come <laughs> so that was the first one
1: and everyone I have, to, I have to tell them the positive side of yeah. this because otherwise it will scare people away from okay. getting this. It's like the staff is super sweet and patient and kind and take a minute and here's the best way and some people find tilting it this way helps and this might be more comfortable and how are you doing with this? Because there is... A lot going on. But in it's this also moment. a weird
0: thing. One person other than me has seen my genitals for ten years. <laughs> All right. And now And now everyone and their brother <laughs> is coming in to take a look and you're
1: like Surgeon one, surgeon two, nurse one, nurse two. Oh, plenty of people. Uh yeah.
0: Yeah. So while I was doing the dilating also like uh we hit into the shift change. <laughs> while I was dilating and the and the Staff from uh, the surgeon's office was very nice because they were like, Can you come back in a minute? And mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, because you do get that morning parade. Mm-hmm. And this, I was doing this at the time of the morning parade, and I'm like almost in tears, like, oh, I can't do this. I'm never going to do this. Mm-hmm. And uh, finally, I did it. It sucked. You did it. Yeah. I did it, but there were parts where you're like, Wait, oh, nope, nope. It's definitely going in. Okay. That's weird. Um, getting better at it. Mm-hmm. I've I've done. I haven't counted, but it's been 18 days since surgery, dilating four times a day. So that's four times 18. In school, we only got up to 12. So let's say I've done this 50 times. You've done it 72 times. Except that I only started like the fourth day after surgery. So whatever. You
1: did it. Well, okay. Fifth I'm- day
0: after surgery. I don't know. But so <laughs> 60 times. I've done it 60 times at this point, and uh, it, it's definitely getting easier. Uh, But this first time was a motherfucker. Mm -hmm. So then they're like, all right, now you got to learn to douche. And the way douching works is you get a rubber tube with Mm -hmm. a big old syringe and you Mm -hmm. fill it with saline and you stick it up your hoo-ha and you go and you press it down and the water goes up and washes out.
1: Just the tube goes up your hoo-ha, not the syringe. Not the syringe. syringe.
0: And it's a thin rubber tube. So Mm -hmm. we, we get to go try that next in the little shower area of the bath bathroom Mm -hmm. and um this was fun of her own private bathroom i I had my own perfect bathroom the room was really nice definitely but um so as i'm trying to put this thing in i realized now now looking back i didn't know this because it's a brand new genital Mm -hmm. uh looking back i realized i was kind of sticking it in my urethra oh it
1: was too far forward because your
0: vaginal canals a little
1: further back than you think Yep, yep
0: yep and um and so uh, the so first hurt. time the first time, yeah, I'm trying to stick it up my urethra, which fucking hurts. And I think I bent over while I was doing it and I was like, oh no, I don't feel good. <laughs> and I was like, I gotta I, no, I'm having vasovagal response. And for those who don't know, vasovagal response is like fainting. yep It's your blood pressure just drops mm-hmm. like like a anvil in a cartoon
1: mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. a
0: coyote off a cliff.
1: That is literally what happened. Your blood pressure dropped, yeah so far scary low and so fast yeah yeah um the shower area of the bathroom we had a little bench yeah. on the wall and their super nice nurse said uh okay so i'm gonna guide you over to mm-hmm. this bench you're gonna sit down and then she pulled the cord for another a couple of nurses and they brought in the uh blood pressure machine yes yeah. figma monometer something
0: like that something like that yeah
1: uh link down below because we probably mispronounced it and uh, and things got very crowded in there for yeah. a little while there was like
0: five six people in mm-hmm. there yeah. because
1: this abrupt drop of blood pressure means you were pretty close to fainting and they definitely didn't want you to fall. yeah
0: and I didn't faint, thankfully. you didn't faint yeah I, yeah. I came close and I figured this was like my body just like fucking I giving up after done because this is like this it's hard to say even in this podcast, but we're on like you know just con it's like. Constant interruption, constant mm-hmm. new stuff. Your brain's having to learn this new stuff. Mm-hmm. You're dealing with like pain and discomfort and awkwardness and, and just Sex unpleasantness and. And key things, yeah. poop
1: things. Like it's just, it's, it's, there's a lot.
0: It's a lot and it's
1: unpleasant and, uh, yeah. And they do their best to make it user friendly and informed and guided and supported, but there's no way to, make it not weird.
0: Yeah, so I think this <laughs> fainting was my body I it was either one I bent over too too fast or something or Mm-mm. B my body was like fuck this I'm getting, getting out of here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, my fainting spell my blood pressure got like scary low. Mm-hmm. I I've, I've never actually had blood pressure done during. I've had vasovagal response. I've had fainting response before. It's never been fun. Mm-hmm. Um, it's always very unpleasant, but I've never actually had my blood pressure taken during it.
1: It was 73 over 50. Yeah, it was pretty low. For those of you who know about blood pressure.
0: And so, and it's normally like 105 over 70 or something. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. I forget what it no, is.
1: You're right. 110 over 70 is normal.
0: But I normally get, I normally have very good blood pressure. Mm-hmm. And so this was like, anyway, they were like, just sit down, rest for a while, have some apple juice. And, um, Unfortunately, that delayed us leaving the hospital because mm-hmm. we were supposed to get out at like noon, but then after that, we were supposed we, to
1: get out at 10.30, believe oh, it or not. Oh, were we? Yeah.
0: Oh, so then, so then, I don't know
1: who it goes so smoothly for it, so they're like, dilated, easy peasy. Yeah.
0: <sharp inhale> so, douched.
1: easy peasy. Bye. They sat
0: me down on a chair, gave me some apple juice, and we're like, just sit and rest for like an hour. Mm-hmm. So we did. And then finally, yeah, they went
1: away, they closed the door. Yeah. It's
0: cool. And then finally they came back and were like, all right, we're doing this again. So it managed to douche the second time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then uh, dilated again, mm-hmm. which is, again, slightly easier than the first time. Um, I've noticed dilating does tend to get easier over time. And we managed to... Like, get a huge collection of stuff because now it was done. Mm -hmm. I I managed to douche, I managed to dilate twice, and they're like, Here's your instruction booklet, of which we'll give you 50 pages of instructions, and you have to sign out and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, and then they gave us, like, it was like basically like medical Christmas (laughs) at this point. Yep. We got pillows, we got pee pads, we got lube, we got medications. You had to run down to the pharmacy at one point. Yeah,
1: I had to pick up a bunch of your painkillers. Yeah. I think it was mostly painkillers. It, it is, wasn't even yeah. like antibiotics or anything. It was all about managing mm-hmm. the pain. Yeah, yeah. so uh, got all of that. and We had, no joke, like six or seven shopping bags yeah, full like big of bags. stuff, which we have used All of it. Oh, yeah.
0: (laughs) I actually had to put an order in for more lube and Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. But, Mm -hmm. uh, which I realized now I should have gotten a double order, but whatever. Whatever. I'll figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. So then we waited around for like an hour for a wheelchair.
1: Oh, yeah. And I was like, I have to,
0: I was like, I can walk. And they're like, no, no, no. You need a wheelchair. We put in an order. It should be up here soon. And we waited like an hour for that. And at that point, I was like, Fuck it. I've barely slept. I have had my genitals probed and probed by everyone and their sister. Yep. I am ready to go
1: fucking home. Yes. So fucking ready. So Just then we f- we did
0: finally, we finally got a cab who went a weird way. Every time I leave the hospital, I can't get a we, normal cab. We
1: have the worst luck. The next time one of us leaves a hospital, yeah. we're getting a friend to drive us. Maybe. I don't and know. We're going to take had- the slowest smoothest roads possible. I don't care if it takes an extra hour.
0: No, I remember one time we you had surgery. Mm-hmm. And uh <gasps> I
1: that was messed up
0: too. Yeah and we got stuck on the broken bridge in like a ton of traffic.
1: And he had some alarm going off in his car yeah. that he couldn't turn off.
0: Yeah. And then this and then the other time we had that guy who was way too talkative.
1: That post FFS ride yeah. home. He was fascinated and it was mm-hmm. a visible surgery obviously it's her yeah. freaking face and he's like what's that for how much did that cost what was the problem are you sick blah 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 and i should have shut it down and i didn't and now this guy who was a, a very speedy very start and stop kind of guy yeah. and also took a very rude very weird weird circuitous route way route yeah. we're like where are we going why are you taking us so far into brooklyn when we're way behind you and then he eventually looped around and we're like I don't even know. Thankfully uh, it was like
0: an Uber and not a cab because we would have paid an extra 15 bucks we probably the paid route a lot,
1: Whatever. Doesn't matter. Yeah. We eventually
0: got we you eventually home. Got home. And, and your
1: six or seven shopping bags full of stuff.
0: Yeah and I crashed for three hours. <laughs> Just slept for three hours. That's it. And I felt so much better after sleeping for three hours mm-hmm. and then I dilated again. And then you were so nice, you made a whole list of every medication I needed to take the at various times. And
1: meds, dilation, shower, douche, meals, glasses of water, repeat. Yeah.
0: So we. it's been uh, almost two weeks since I got home. Actually, mm-hmm. it's been two weeks. Tomorrow is two weeks uh, since I've been home. Settled into a little bit of a routine. Mm-hmm. And uh, things are, are definitely getting easier. Still in some pain. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh it's getting better. And it's been
1: yeah, it's been a little bit of a ride. But so looking back on it, I don't know. What would you what would you warn someone? Or what I, would you, what what were you surprised I
0: by? I texted a friend of ours, uh who had recently had her surgery last year and uh with a different doctor mm-hmm. and I had said I knew recovery is going to be hard, but this is hard.
1: <laughs> um, Which is exactly what I was told. <laughs> and I remember
0: my doctor, uh, my endo, who works at Cal and, Lore, and she, you know, deals with trans women all the time, mm-hmm. she wrote my letters and stuff. And she was like, maybe a week before the surgery, I had to get my blood work or something. And, and she was like, uh, you ready? And I was like, I don't as ready as I'll ever be, mm-hmm. and I don't think I'll ever be ready. Yeah, and I, as I kind of like, I it feels good to like. I knew one of the things I knew about the surgery was that it was going to be a huge ass recovery. Yes, and I knew that. I knew that going in. I'd read countless blogs. I'd watched countless videos. I I knew going in it was going to be a hard recovery. This is not going to be a fun recovery. Mm-hmm and um so i i did my best to brace myself for that okay um there have been times where i was like what the fuck i think there've been a couple times like what the fuck did i do why, <laughs> why did the, i do this why the fuck did i do this you know wow. Uh, just when I'm at, like, you know, when I was in a lot of pain the first couple of days, I was like, "Oh my god, I didn't need to do this. Why the fuck did I do this?" <laughs> Again, this is something I've wanted for years. This is something I wanted for decades. Mm-hmm. You know, this is something I i had been looking into for decades. This mm-hmm. is something I absolutely want. But it's also like, <laughs> it's like, oh my god, because uh, I was in a lot of pain the first the first couple days. Sure. Uh, Post surgery absolutely involved an, an awful lot of pain, and it's. There's still pain. Um, to this day, I, I'm i starting to wean myself off the painkillers now, um, which you've heard me occasionally <laughs> go.
1: We'll take walks, but not like long walks. Yeah. Or she'll walk into the room and just, or I'll hear her in another room while she's standing or doing something and, and hear wincing. And sometimes it's louder wincing than other times and... I don't feel like you should be in pain. But I
0: feel like the recovery has been actually easier than I thought.
1: That's interesting. As
0: hard as it is. And it is very hard. But um, I think it was like within a week I was feeling a lot better. Mm
1: -hmm, mm -hmm. And
0: um, I know I'm going to get to a point where Thursday, like literally Thursday, is um, halfway through my four times a day dilation. You know?
1: Wow. Yeah. What?
0: Yeah huh, that's like the first six weeks. And then you switch to three times a day with the bigger thing. The big one, yeah. And yeah. so that's going to be a thing that, you know, we get through.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but it's it's sort of just, like, there's been times I felt fine, you know? Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. I felt
0: great. And I'm like, oh, I think I'm healing quite well. I think that was, like, the first time we went to the doctor's office. And I'm like, wow, For I think I'm, up. yeah, I think I'm feeling, I'm healing really well. I've been able to go to walks, uh, on walks. Short I've been walks. able to go short walks. I've been able to go to the grocery store by myself. And again, mm-hmm. I've had to like sort of time my walks with, um,
1: with your painkillers. With painkillers.
0: Like there'll be times when I'm like, let's go for a walk or it's the weird, it's time to walk our dogs. And I'm like, I can barely get down the block. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's been other times where I think, because of the painkiller balance, I'm just like, let's go to the store. Let's walk three neighborhoods over. yeah, Things like that. I I I definitely think my spirit's improved greatly with regular sleep and with actual food and stuff. That's helped. God, I really want to drink.
1: She still can't have any alcohol. I can't have any
0: alcohol. And so I'm like, wait a second, am I an alcoholic for wanting a drink really bad? But I don't think so because- because uh, it's been a month and a half, I think, since I've not had a drink, and and um, I'm not
1: being that that supportive kind of partner who's like, if you can't drink, we can't drink. No, I <laughs> I got a beer right in front of me right now.
0: I, you know, it's just one of those moments where I'm like, I've I've had a I have a nice, fancy, expensive champagne mm. um, in the fridge that I've been saving for uh, an appropriate moment, and I think that'll be my. Got through GRS, you know, m- uh bottle. I
1: thought that was our got through
0: COVID nineteen. <sighs> yeah, bottle. but COVID's gonna be years. So <laughs> <laughs> I'll buy another one for go. Or I'll go. You know what? I'll go to the damn liquor store and I'll go to the liquor store and I'll go get
1: another thing. I'll get another thing. Um, I'll get one for celebrating your your new crotch. There we go. And we'll keep that one for celebrating COVID being over, whether that's twenty twenty one or not.
0: Yeah. So it's been. Um, it's. There's been times when I'm like, "Oh my god, what the fuck did I do to myself?" And there's been other times where I'm like, "This is, um, fantastic. I yes. feel great. I feel like I'm recovering nicely." Uh, the doctors I've seen when I saw my doctor the week later or a week later out of the hospital, mm-hmm. um, they were like, "Wow, you're doing great. You're doing fantastic. Everything's doing nicely." It's gotta feel good. It does. So I think, I think with that like it's there's still bad moments and uh but for the most part it's it's a lot better. It's starting to feel a lot normal.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um I love not having to work right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank God.
0: Thank God I'm still fighting with some insurance stuff, which I think is good and resolved. Um I was doing that in the fucking hospital. Can you believe that? No. America And uh you know, I'm like recovering from surgery and getting calls from the insurance company and being like, hey nurse Did you send? Did you fax this form over? Yeah, yeah. Uh, So I'm still dealing with that a little bit. Uh, But yeah, for the most part, it it feels better. I've I'm still in like the recovery, so I haven't quite gotten to that point of like,
1: woo, I'm done. You know, we haven't gone horseback riding yet. No, I I haven't gone bike riding. I had
0: three major surgeries, and I realized this from August to uh, July, which is eleven months. Yeah, Um, I had three major surgeries in. 10-11 10-11 months because uh, one was late August, one was early July so it's about 10 and a half months
1: this has been a hell of a year
0: I know right? and then I look back on that I'm like oh my god I had, I had FFS, I had breast dog, and I had GRS in the span of 11 months um, it was actually supposed to be like 6 months mm-hmm. and I got it they pushed back it, because it. of COVID but yeah. like it's it's crazy I'm getting to the point again where I'm like I'm fucking sick of doctors Yeah. <laughs> The good news is, yeah. except
1: for your follow-ups, you're done with that. Yeah,
0: um, for the time being. Uh, you know, I've, I've still got monthly visits, or I'm, I've still got weekly visits for the mm-hmm. first month, I think. And then it switches to monthly for the first six months, I think.
1: But no, surgeries in the near future. Knock
0: on wood, right? There we go. That's her knocking on wood. Uh, so, yeah, it's been... It's been a ride, hell of a ride, but it's been good, and I can't believe I'm done. And I feel like I haven't reached a point where I can just be like, ah, and and be happy with the new me with yet. What you've got. Because yeah, because I'm still so, I'm still kind of processing everything.
1: Well, I mean, how you're getting you, there. How have you been with me, with the new me? Not literally being operated on and having stuffing up my crotch like a fucking Thanksgiving turkey. Yeah, not having to mimic sex with a dense heavy plastic medical dildo not having like great like super awesome like looking at you makes me realize how happy and lucky i am yeah but also i'm sad when i know you're in pain and struggling or bored or you know You're not you're not back to normal yet. That's got to be so hard.
0: It's you know we're gonna get there, and that's also I feel like COVID's like weirded things a little bit too. Oh yeah, because it's also at the same point. I'm like I've I'm not gonna go back to the office after six weeks, which is nice. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think. And uh, the last I talked to my boss, it was like, yeah, we're probably gonna be working from home till at least the end of the year. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, Um, but. That's, like, a nice thing because I'm not going to have to, like, come home at lunch to dilate or have to get a... Try to do it in the office. Try to do it yeah, in the I, office. I, yeah. You know. Um, which people do. hmm You mm-hmm. know, some
1: people do. Um, That's... It. On one hand, I feel awful for you because we started working from home in the middle of March. And you got this surgery in the end of june early july in early july and you got this and you got the surgery at the end of july well we had run through all of the movies tv shows books magazines music podcasts we you you were you used up all the media that was gonna amuse you during your
0: i did i recovery I, i still have some things to watch and stuff but yeah.
1: So it was bad timing on that. I still end, need to find
0: a new show. That's the thing.
1: Yeah. Recommendations for good comedies, please. And we we tried The Good Place and we tried Bob's Burgers and we tried Blackish. Um you know, those didn't really take. We we really like Thirty Rock and Brooklyn Nine Nine and things we do in the shadows. So things like that. Recommendations. Yeah, yeah, wanted.
0: We've been burning through shows so fast.
1: Like everyone here. Yeah. So in one sense, you're unlucky that you did this during quarantine. And on the other sense, you're very lucky that no one's going back to the office for the rest of the year. Like, so there's a trade off there. I've got Civ. I bought some arts and crafts stuff Mm -hmm. to
0: do, Mm -hmm. which unfortunately involves sitting, which isn't the most comfortable. Yeah. So
1: sitting has been a surprise and it really shouldn't have been, but she's not. you know how sometimes people who have like. Hemorrhoids or something they sit on a donut pillow she's got a, a similar thing it's a waffle pillow um but it it means that sitting is rough it and can be sitting can be rough. We have some hard wooden chairs that wooden chair plus waffle is not sufficient. We've been eating dinner on the couches, which is fine. The only downside is if we wanted to take a long walk or explore a neighborhood or ride the subway or do anything to alleviate the boredom of being in the same place all the time it's it's just not really an option because sitting isn't really yeah. an option so i feel bad for you for how bored you must well, be. well it's
0: you know it's the thing i've got to go into two doctor's appointments tomorrow so i'm like well, am i gonna try to take the subway take or a car i'll probably take a car just take a car
1: cushy. yeah,
0: yeah. But um, yeah. So I was like, I wanted to take her out to eat. <laughs> God, I want French fries, but I can't eat French fries because you because you I have can, to be out because to I eat can't French you have fries. to be out and sit down at a place to get fresh from the fryer fries. We've ordered them. If you order them,
1: it's hard, They're not as good. They, and I haven't had French cold. fries in like a month. And I want french fries. We've ordered them and we put them in the oven as soon as they arrived. And you know how it is. It's just not the same. It's just not the same. So I, I will I will get some fries one day. And Yes. One, well, as
0: soon as I can reliably sit down at a restaurant for like an hour. <laughs>
1: That's where we're going. We're going to go out and get some damn fries. One of those socially distanced. Yeah. Outdoor. Barrier around it. Mm-hmm. Full compliance. New York City masks on except when food is literally going into your yeah. face holes we're gonna do that yeah we'll do that we're not so, there
0: yet yeah we're not there yet but yeah I'm I'm optimistic things seem to be getting better every day Um, I, that's also knock on wood made me go like all this the horrible things they talked about could potentially happen haven't happened does that mean they're happening in the future or does that mean I'm through the woods or what's what going on what are the on? horrible
1: potential things <sighs>
0: blood oh things yeah, like that things like that bloody. or blood or sutures separating or things like that huh. um you know there's just bad things that can happen they sure, give sure. you a lot of a lot of data about potential uh complications that can happen mm-hmm, and uh mm-hmm. the vast majority if they're going to happen are going to happen in the first few days which is why you're in the hospital sure but um yeah so like nothing it's been mostly smooth sailing so i'm like wait is, the shit gonna hit the fan. Is the other shoe gonna drop or mm-hmm, whatever it is? Mm-hmm. Didn't I, I butcher that phrase at one point? No,
1: thing? those are both the, the yeah. both good expressions. So the I'm shit like, is gonna hit the fan or the other shoe is gonna drop. So that's what I've been like.
0: Ah, am I, is that gonna happen or am I through the woods on that? I don't know. Let's mix all the metaphors we can as we describe that. But <laughs> um, yeah, that's been a little, been a little tricky. So, eh.
1: I eh. think you have been sailing through it beautifully with elegance and serenity although obviously it's difficult yeah but you're handling it yeah you're managing really well i think it's been going i think
0: my my recovery has been going as well as it as it potentially could
1: you got makeup on you look like a million bucks today
0: i have twice since surgery had the wherewithal no maybe three times since surgery had the wherewithal to put on makeup and brush my hair and put on clothes clean clothes clean clothes so it's you know but it helps <laughs> but even in quarantine I wasn't doing that you weren't I'm kind of a lazy lazy Lou, as they call them
1: it's a weird time we're all just gonna try time. to get through it it's all just I think after COVID we're all just gonna be like sweatpants are fine mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yoga pants have never been a problem and yeah. they will never be a problem and yes I will wear them to my dissertation my wedding and my coronation i don't know yes well very cool thank you so much baby girl yeah
0: and we've actually got a bunch of questions from listeners so Mm -hmm. i I do want to record some of those
1: Mm -hmm. uh Mm -hmm. pretty soon i hope so well thanks for listening everybody all right everybody we'll talk to you next time bye Bye. Bye. if you've enjoyed this episode and want to help us keep making great content go to patreon.com slash gender rebels Please leave a five-star review on iTunes and send your questions to questions
0: at genderrebels.com. Music for the Gender Rebels is by Jasper the Colossal. Link down below or download them on iTunes. For all our episodes, visit genderrebels.com. Gender Rebels is a comeback sync. Production, copyright 2020, all rights reserved. And to all you Gender Rebels out there,
1: keep rebelling!
0: Um. So I'm gonna have
1: you keep talking while I get a, a refill on it. Okay. I'm sure. You don't want a beverage? We'll be here. Aren't you comfortable and happy? Fine. Give me a beverage. I'm gonna. Okay. We'll take a
0: brief pause. You can do a commercial or just sing. There's lots of hi. Are you getting your genitals reassigned? There's lots of different robots you could use, such as the Da Vinci, a four port. And by that, I mean a four-armed robot used in surgery. Or you could get the SP, a single port, single port robot. Single ports are simple. There's only one port or arm that is used to switch out your genitals. I say go simple. Go single port. actually a weird thing about my surgery it was like it was like three hours it was like the length of the movie uh dances with it was like shorter than dances with wolves okay come back where were we oh we're getting my packing out you've had two hours yes so um the packaging so then my packing's gonna come out and the packing is literally in your vagina Mm -hmm. it's it's a bunch of gauze and stuff